Do one good thing for yourself every single day. Hey guys, this is Jeff Wu with Healthy and Modern Nutrition HVMN Podcast, and this is Free Fatty Friday number 10. And today's topic, today's focus is on this notion, this concept of doing one good thing that you do for yourself every single day. So it's been a crazy 2020 and we're wrapping up the year and it's been super, super busy. There's holiday planning, figuring out what we're gonna do with family, a lot of COVID pandemic, all that shenanigans, let alone if you're you know, wrapping up crazy projects at the end of the fiscal year, things let alone are busy. In HVMN world, we just launched new keto food bar, getting crazy good reviews. We have really, really ambitious 2021 plans. So I've been super, super busy. I hope you've been also very, very busy and productive in a very, very positive way. But I know that I've been on the more fortunate side. I know that potentially a lot of you guys have been super, super busy, stressed out with just keeping things afloat, keeping loved ones alive, healthy, all of that. So whether it's super, super productive, busy on, on the positive end or just really, really slammed and stressed out on the negative end, we're all being stretched a little bit thin given this the crazy context of us living in this historical time period. So more than ever, it is important to focus on doing one good thing for yourself every single day. So why I think this is so important, I'm gonna give you a little bit of framework on how I think about time allocation and then tips to focus and then the rationale of why doing just one good thing a day every single day is such a good habit. And this is really engendered by so many questions, comments, thoughts that you guys have sent me you know, along the lines of saying, hey, I'm a mom, I have children, I'm super busy, I can't, even like think about adding new things like fasting, switching to a ketogenic diet, improving my metabolic health, when I'm just trying to stay afloat, taking care of kids, taking care of a sick husband, taking care of sick parents. And I 100% get that. And this is why having some a priori frameworks, some thoughts helps us think through the problem in a rational way so then we can, from that baseline, execute and self-actualize. So I'm gonna start with one way in terms of how I think about time allocation, and then two, why I think doing one good thing a day is so important as a habit, and then three, even if that one good thing a day is so almost trivial at one time, why doing that thing over a long period of time is so powerful. So those are the three concepts I wanna focus around why I think doing one good thing for yourself every single day is so important. Hey guys, this is Jeff Wu interrupting my podcast for a special offer, a special announcement for you. As you might know, HVMN just launched the new Keto Food Bar and they're yummy, they're delicious, and I wanna make a special personal offer for you to give you a discount to get those into your hands. So for a limited time only, use the discount code JEFF10. That's G-E-O-F-F number one, number zero, JEFF10 for a 10% discount on the Keto Food Bar on hvmn.com. We got Mexican hot chocolate, one of my personal favorites. We got vanilla shortbread, we got chocolate chunk, and of course, we got the everything bagel, which is legit savory, garlicky, oniony. And these have become staples in my own personal life. I like to eat this with a cup of coffee for breakfast. I've been using the Mexican hot chocolate, the vanilla, as grab-and-go bars when I'm biking, when I'm out on the town, when it's not easy for me to eat healthy, eat keto. So these are certified organic, 
they actually are yummy. They aren't these weird synthetic artificial tasting bars you might see that are keto compliant but have a bunch of fake IMOs and things that actually spike glycemic response. And of course, while they're also certified organic and they actually taste good, these have been tested on continuous glucose monitors. So they actually have flat glycemic response on your blood sugar. So essentially it's a, a fasting mimetic, but we're still delivering almost 300 calories of healthy fat and 12 grams of healthy protein and grass-fed collagen. These are legit. I'm so excited for you to try them and use my personal discount code, Jeff10, to get a special 10% discount. So check it out and enjoy and back to the program. So let's start with just like just general framework on how to think about time allocation. And this is relatively simple. I think there's just mainly two ways in which all of us spend our time. There are type one expenditures of time, which is being a responsible human being that's a contributing member of society. So these are just like table stakes of being a non-delinquent human being. So this is having a job. This is at the most basic level, just trading your time for a salary, for a wage, and turning that wage into food, water, shelter. Basic animal necessities. You've got to do that. I mean, not just table stakes of being a part of a society. You got to offer something to the world that people will return some value for because you know people will only pay you if you're offering some value to the other person. And you can then go ahead and then convert that money into food, water, shelter. Or these are things like, hey, you know, you're a parent, you gotta take care of your kid. Or you have an elderly parent that, that is sick or you, they can't take care of themselves or you got family members or close friends who just aren't in a position to help themselves. If you're just not sociopathic, you gotta take care of them, right? I think I grew up in a, in a very strong cultural value system where you take care of your own. So to me, those are just basic humanity level requirements. You gotta take care of yourself and you gotta take care of your loved ones. These are table stakes. That's category one. And then category two are things that you do for yourself. These are things that are your ambitions, your goals, your dreams. And this could be different for all of us. And this, I think, is really the spice, variety, the beauty of life. All of us have different interests, predilections, goals, ambitions. And those are the types of people that I want to explore this world with. People that are figuring out how to be the best the most interesting in their field of inquiry. So this can be as ambitious as, hey, I want to create a new business. I have a new interesting concept. I want to create a new theory around quantum gravity. This could be, I, I have a passion around this business concept that is not really well fleshed out in an existing economic environment. I think it can add value to the world. Or this could be something as creative as, you know, creating music. I want to get really good at piano, guitar. I want to be a TikTok creator. I want to create a YouTube channel and, and, and create a podcast or something as simple and as self-fulfilling and equally as valuable and equally as beautiful as just spending awesome quality time with your family. As simple as drinking hot cocoa, you know, in a cold winter night with your family, just pondering and reflecting on good times, good memories and, and, and things that you want to do with your loved ones. And I consider these things type two or things that bring us joy, bring us happiness in our lives, right? Table stakes one is just like basic responsibilities to take care of yourself. 
and, and, and take care of your loved ones that are in need. And category two stuff is things that bring you joy. That might be another just a more simple, more visceral way of putting this. So all of us allocate time in these two buckets, right? Some of us have to spend more time in category one. Some of us are lucky and more fortunate. We can spend more time in category two, but we all make this trade off. And I know a lot of us just are just bogged down in category one. And the encouragement, and I think the beauty of life is that even if we are stuck and have to fight through category one, always do one thing that helps you build onto category two. And why I think this is so important is because if we don't live for ourselves, don't live for our dreams, I think that is the downside of our current culture, our current society. The coldness, the competitiveness of just straight capitalism, which I think is very, very effective for growing societal GDP, for creating progress, is really great for the whole societal system. It's not necessarily optimal for each of us individually. And what I mean by this is that while competition selects for the best outcome for our entire group, there are winners and losers. And sometimes people just cannot compete. And I think a lot of people are in this transition of this economy, this is very interesting period of our history of our economy, where there are a lot of people that are just trying to completely play around in, in, in category one and are not self-actualizing, not finding any joy in their existence. And it's somewhat reflected in just, if you look at a lot of sociology polls, a lot of people are just unhappy. And I think that that's a problem that we as a society, we as a community need to help each other out to figure it out. Now let's fully transition into the topic two or concept two, which is why it's so valuable to do something, anything, one good thing that fits into our self-actualization goals. These self-actualization goals can be as simple as, I want to be more fit. I know that a lot of the listeners to my podcast here, we always talk about human performance, getting more fit, improving our longevity. And I think these are all very, very valuable goals, right? I think when a lot of people ask me, like, how do I get more efficient? Where do I prioritize my time to get the best bang for the buck? And oftentimes it's just getting started. I think the biggest thing that I've seen that is a big flaw is that a lot of us spend time just researching, passively absorbing all this information, but we just never do the first step of doing something to get that flywheel started. So for example, some of you guys asked me like, how do I even get started in a workout routine? I'm quarantined. I'm just stuck in my room. I'm a little depressed. It's just tough to get outside. I'm busy with work. I have all these responsibilities. I don't have time to do anything to improve my fitness. I call bullshit. You can do one push-up. You can go down on the floor right now and do a push-up while you're listening to me talk to you. And that's all I'm asking. Do one good thing for yourself every single day. And if it's just one push-up, that is awesome. If it's just going outside, take a walk around the block and just getting some fresh air, getting some sun, just commit to doing that one good thing. It takes five minutes to take a loop around your block. It takes literally two seconds to do one push-up. Just do that first step. And what I've found is that just taking that first step is the hardest. That activation energy is so expensive. It's so hard to get started 
once you take that first step, it just is almost autopilot. You just realize that it's so doable that you do two push-ups, you do three push-ups, you do five push-ups. You realize it's actually not that much time. And even when I've been super busy this week in the last few weeks, even if I can't do like dedicated workouts, I'll just do and get down on the ground and just do 20, 50, 100 push-ups. And over that course of a day, right when I have like a five minute break, I'll get up to 500 push-ups a day. And that's like a pretty phenomenal workout. Even if I'm not like actually doing a workout, I don't have access to my gym anymore because San Francisco shut down all the gyms again. So I challenge you, if you don't think you can do one good thing a day, I call bullshit. You can do one good thing for yourself. Fitness is obviously, you know, I would say very, very easy, but let's move on to other things that you might want to be thinking about. Even if it's a little bit of mental fitness or, or meditation, just take five minutes and sit by yourself and just breathe. You have five minutes. I mean, you listen to my podcast. I mean, even this free Friday Friday is gonna be like a 15, 20, 25 minute, 30 minute thing. You can take five minutes for yourself after you listen to my podcast to just think and reflect and breathe. I'm trying to learn a music instrument, play a few chords on your guitar, play a few lines on the piano. If you're looking to start a new business, code one line of code, email one vendor. If you wanna make a new magic widget, email one vendor that can help you make it. Email one partner that can help you market it. Just do one good thing a day, every single day. And again, I think you will realize that it's actually very doable that we can find five minutes in our 24 hour day to do that one good thing a day. Now, I think we can get overwhelmed. I'm just asking for one. Don't try to do seven, just start with one. I think a lot of us who are really ambitious, we're like, it's not good enough. I need to run a marathon. I need to do 100 push-ups, or I need to do 100 push-ups and fast and eat a ketogenic diet and start a new business at the same time. No, 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 don't do that. That's wrong. Do one good thing a day. And I think that gratitude to yourself of giving yourself the room to really grow into that, especially if we're so busy and there's so much demands that are being pulled from our energy, just do one good thing, but just prioritize that one good thing. It could be you're prioritizing fitness. It could be you're prioritizing uh, mental resilience. It could be just like prioritizing family time. Just spending five minutes to call your mom, 10 minutes to call your dad, 30 minutes to hang out with your child and ask them about their day and help them with their phone homework. Just write down in the list, what is your priority? And focus on one good thing a day about it. And I think as you get into this pattern, you build this habit. And if you recall from my last free Fatty Friday, I talk about building really positive loops. I talk about don't play stupid games because you win a stupid prize. The inverse of that is play great games, win a great prize. So essentially, this is kind of the inverse. You are training yourself to make it expected behavior to practice that one push-up, that one five-minute meditation or breathing period, that one conversation with your loved one, that one email, that one little brick that you put into your business concept. And the great thing is that this compounds over time. And this goes into the beauty of how I've seen all of this work out, which is that you have to have a little bit of faith and trust in that once you get started and you're consistent every single day, these efforts that might look very linear or very, very basic or very, very just tacky and Mickey Mouse and junior varsity, if you do this long enough, I promise you, 
it is astounding how much this value compounds over a long period of time. One of the realizations that I've learned and really just focused on in my career, in my lifetime so far, is realizing that even if you increment and improve on a daily basis a little bit over time, that's a linear function, right? You spend one minute extra every single day on your self-actualization. It's a linear function, right? Like you're not getting like exponential more time. You're just only spending one minute a day or five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, whatever that, that minute may be. But the fact that you slowly compound what I've realized, which is the magic sauce, which is like the mind blowing, I think secret of the universe is that the reward is not linear. The development is not linear. So what I mean by that is the outcome of linear improvement is not a linear reward. It's an exponential reward for linear improvement. So that might be a little bit mathematical, maybe a little bit of abstract. I'll give you a little bit more tangible example. For sports fans out there, say there's a thousand basketball players, this is probably less, but let's just keep it to math easy. Say there's a thousand tennis players, thousand basketball players. The top 1% is the top 10, right? So you could say, hey, top 1%, all of them are equally successful, all of them are equally recognized, equally wealthy, equally famous. But that's not true. Even if they're in the top 1%, the number one player is exponentially more famous, more wealthy, more successful than the number 10 player. Like, I don't know who the number 10th tennis player is. I don't know who the number 10 basketball player is, but I kind of know who LeBron James is. And I haven't been following tennis, to be honest, but... You know, I know who Roger Federer is. I know who Rafael Nadal is. I have no idea who the number 10 tennis player is. And it's just like, that is how the world works. Like, you know who the number one social network is. You know what Facebook is. I have no idea what the number 10 social network is. You know who the number one podcaster is. Not a lot of people knew who, who I am. I'm not even in the top 10. I'm w way down the list, right? And it's like, you know, a lot of people know who Joe Rogan is. A lot of people know who Tim Ferriss is. And they have exponentially bigger followings than someone like myself who's in like the top 50, right? So these are parallel results for linear improvements. So that's the magic. That's the faith that you need to follow, which is that if you work incrementally every single day and you don't quit, at some point you will hit a parallel inflection and you'll see the rewards of your hard work actually pay off. So that's why don't just say, hey, one push up a day is Mickey Mouse. I'm, it's not even worth my time. I'm saying, no, do this for a year. Do this for two years. You're going to be banging out a thousand push ups in a day. I guarantee if you can stick to just doing one push up for a day, every single day, at some point it's going to be, hey, this is too easy. I can do two push-ups in two seconds. I can do five push-ups in three seconds. I can do 10 push-ups in five seconds. And then you'll realize that, hey, you actually have the energy, the strength, you build up so much more skill and resiliency that you actually compound. And then another tip that is not obvious that I've realized in my career is that find people that are following the same journey as you and have a peer support group. We're all social creatures. We all have similar sets of goals, right? Like I know there's a lot of people that want to do startups. There's a lot of people that want to be TikTok stars. A lot of people that want to be really, really fit. We're not that unique, right? So all of us are on the shared journey. All of us have some sort of 
shared goals. Not to say that you and I are not special. It's saying that there are some set of goals that some other nice human in the world has a similar goal, has a similar focus as you. Find them. Have them. You know, you're not going to say, hey, I want to be a space rocket person. I want to just be Elon Musk's friend. Find someone that's at your level, right? Like I'm not hanging out with Joe Rogan, but like find someone at my level and just like be accountability partners. Figure out how to challenge yourself and share notes and grow with them. That's a very powerful tip, right? Like find people that are at your level, focusing on the same self-actualization goals and just share notes. Be very, very open, be vulnerable. That's how you learn quicker. That's how you actually gain value from your actual friends. Another quick tip that I've realized is that there are these senior people that have been there, done that, these mentors, these wise men and women who've been there and done that. And what I've realized is that these people like to help up and comers, but you can't come into the conversation just saying, hey, help me. You have to come into the conversation saying, hey, I've done X, Y, Z. I've made progress in A, B, C. Here are the things I've learned. D, E, F. What do you think? What I've realized, and I've been in a position where I've been able to help and coach and mentor some younger up-and-comers is that I like to spend time with people that are actually are helping themselves, right? Think about it. You don't want to be a babysitter. Like, life's too busy to just babysit. But you like to share and brainstorm and riff with other people that are passionate and, and, and servicing up and exploring with you. So to find mentors, to find advisors, to find coaches is not to say, woe is me, help me out, sir or ma'am. It's present all the work and then people will want to help you. So those are some of the key tips here, which is that you want to find a peer group is at the same level, that is finding the same path, the same journey. And then two, to actually find mentors that are a little bit advanced on the path than you, actually show them your progress, show them your work. So that hopefully is helpful in terms of just giving you a little bit of kick in the butt or a kick in the pants in terms of inspiring you to do one good thing for yourself every single day. The final tip that I'll, I'll leave with you here is that I always like to think of visualizing yourself as this best possible version of you, right? Like this goal, idealized version of you. Act like that version of yourself. Work on some aspect of that future self of yours every single day. Even if it's just doing one push-up, even if it's just like doing one little tiny micro task to get you one step closer and do this every single day for as long as possible. And I promise you, you will compound and you will get there. The only thing that can stop you is that if someone makes you quit, if you quit, you stop, you don't improve or you die, right? Like literally, if you can compound 0.001% over a billion years, you will get to some giant result. That is just mathematics. The only way you can stop, the only way you fail is if you die, if you stop, if you quit. So just by mathematics, if you don't quit, you don't stop, you are consistent and you have infinite time, so you wanna live as long as possible, then you will hit that compounding exponential level. So let's get started today. 
Last thought, I've said that again, but I'm going to say it. I, there's just a lot of little, you know, little uh, gems in my brain right now. So I'm going to give, uh, I promise, this is the last thought. I like this proverb. I believe it's a Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time is now. So hopefully you take this as a call to action to do one good thing for yourself starting today. Whether that's do one push-up, whether that's create one TikTok video, whether that's to practice an instrument, pull it out of the drawer, or calling your parents, whatever thing that brings you joy, whatever thing that's a high priority thing that you wanna focus on, do that now, right after we wrap up on this podcast, do that one thing. You have five minutes to just do one thing and use it as the anchor point, the start point where you can compound on that every single day. If you think this is useful, if you've comments, feedback, improvements to my framework, leave the comments below or email me, engage with me on Twitter or Instagram at Jeffrey Wu, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-W-O-O. I read all the comments. You can email me at podcast at hvmn.com. Thanks so much. I do want to give you guys a Christmas gift. It's a super special 10% discount on Keto Food Bars, our brand new, super awesome Keto Food Bars. 10% discount, Jeff10 discount code only for podcast subscribers. Use my special personal link on hvmn.com. Check out on the Keto Food Bars. Until then, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Whatever holiday that you, you practice, Happy Merry Holiday to you. I'll talk to you next week. I'll talk to you very soon. Peace out. All love. 